So we are here in the Kitu North District uh, between Joje and Tajebu to see the largest potato plantation supposedly in the country. It's been a great journey from uh, Keta to Ketu North. We came through uh, Beta Ehi and now we are in Georgia. As you know, I'm from Georgia. And Tajebu is not too far. So we're going to get inside and see what they, they have for us. It's been a great day so far. Lots of culture. Now we're going to the business part of the trip to find out what investment can do and how it's going to be linked to the job creation value chain development, essentially bottom-up approach to business. Mr. Kamansa, so where are we now? And what, what is the, give us a sense of where we are, what's the size of the place? Uh, you are in a Maflis Trust Farm. Uh, Maflis Trust Farm, we mainly produce sweet potato, mostly vegetable, or craft we are located at the country. Where is the thousand acres of land? How many football fields? Uh, thousand nine ready case. One acre is um, four plots, so you multiply four plots times nine uh, times times thousand nine ready case. So you get that's a, a large yes. And we have about thirty eight greenhouses. We start a greenhouse this year. We start producing tomatoes, tomato, marrow, tinder. And we are multiplying some vine. We normally import our vine from Germany and South Africa to get the first grade because we work with uh, our growers. We have about 600 our growers. They produce 600 out growers. We are their off takers. So we have six strategies. The strata plow for them, do the ridges, we cut the vine for them. Then we buy the produce from them without the cost. So we have our growers across the attachment area up to the different districts uh, around Sope. Uh, so you do potatoes, we do, do okra. Just give us a sense of what else you do. We do potato, okra, turia, tinder, cassava. We fortify the potato with the cassava with the sweet potato garlic because the sweet potato have the high vitamin A. So those are the things we want to do. We have market in Europe. We export. We are largest vegetable exporter from Ghana and largest sweet potato producer. You are the largest vegetable exporter in Ghana. Exporter in Ghana, yeah. What kind of vegetable? Okro, sweet potato. Okro, I developed the market during the COVID, the demand was so high. Which countries? Uh, Germany, UK, mostly UK and Germany. Did you use that a raw material? The raw material. Yeah, we even have market up to Tesco market, but Tesco you have to have Packhouse with a chain with a lab, that's why we're able to get the packhouse. It's going to be the biggest packhouse in the West Africa. We cleared the container about three weeks ago. So, you are, you are talking blue skies type of business? Yes, yes, yes. So, the idea is that packing from here straight to the harbor, straight to the airport, with a tracking. Amazing. So, we are, they are not going to do scanning from the usual practice we are doing now at the airport. We are not going to do that. We'll do everything because we'll have an office for custom. PPR everything is the Yes, everything here. The packhouse have a lab mm -hmm. where after that you pack, you have to get your certification attached to it so that to meet the European standard. And we are Global Gap certified in terms of sweet potato wow. and vegetable. We are the Global Gap certified in terms of vegetable. Before we go to the farm, we are also interested in knowing how connected a business like this is to the local community. That we are always happy when large businesses don't just come exploit and go. But 
work with the locals. So give me a sense. Let's see some outdoors. Tell me how the business works with the people on the ground. Um, I'll be glad. You don't have time. Like you visit some of the outgrowers, you hear their we'll testimony. We'll because again. some of them, through me, some even teaching private schools, they stop the teaching, working with me closely. Uh, some of the community I'm working with, uh, where those some of the women came from, I even build a toilet for them. Fantastic. And then I about six community, I even build a borehole. And the one cheap compound is around the top because the land go to the other side. They are here to create it with the assembly. I, I build a borehole for them. So the community we work closely because I also from the community area, so I want them also to benefit. So where are you from? <laughs> my part from Keta and Juju. Amazing. But my wife from this town is from Juju. She, she through her, I even identified the place. Amazing. Okay, so we work closely. So, it's a, so a, how important is this to your business model, using local people in the community? Uh, I would say it's great because most of them know what we are doing. You know, farming is dynamic area. You have to understand, especially vegetable. Vegetable is not like mango or other crops. They are like a baby. So all the time, all the time, you have to get them if they want to breastfeed. They want to, they, they know it, but just they don't transform it in a book form or all those things. I would say most of them community I'm working, they are professors. They, they know. Are, they understand the dynamic of the vegetable farming. But just they don't keep record, they don't identify the kind of chemical. They just use the chemical, but if we guide them, they will follow the protocol. So we are here because we are promoting investment in the water region, tourism, agribusiness, and of course ICT. Now this is agribusiness. What are some of the challenges you face? Because we are going to also report back national networks some of this is international we have hundred thousand people are watching us on youtube somebody watching wanting to say look i want to come and start a plantation in the water region be realistic and tell us some of the challenges you're facing that need to be addressed at the district and national level so that such investment will not be wasted um farming is a uh, capital intensive even identify the land alone is issue after that to the kind of commercial farming you want to do, you have to do a mechanization farm is one of the key. You know the climate has changed these days. Um, fertilizer is one of the issues. You know, recently we are having issue our fertilizer issue because you are in, you are giving food to the plant, so you require the fertilizer at the right time. So if you fail that time, even the same liquid to water. So. Me to me, farming is good. It's more than putting your money in a treasure bill. But it depends how you do it. That's the only thing. Because all those things you are seeing here is coming from the ground. Mm. You put one maize in the soil or one potato plant, you harvest about seven potato. Then what do you need again? But it depends how we do it. It's a capital intensive. If you have the capital, I don't think it will be a problem. So it's a great area where I encourage the most of the youth because I'm youth to end 11 years in this in this i know what's your background by the way i'm an economist uh, economist and statistics I do I'm, a, I'm a banker i work at ut for some time before i left them so so where are you going to before we go tell us where are you taking us <laughs> <laughs> this is a large place where yeah uh, this side this is where i want to put the extraordinary park house 
it's a big challenge even before we even clear the container it's not easy so a pack house is where when you harvest we you store. have the right temperature to store exactly. so the trucks come for it and send it straight to yes, the pot like the potato we have to wash it mm -hmm. when you wash it then you cure it you cure it seven days it can be there for four months yes so you cure that for seven days and it can be sitting for four months yes for, for the four sweet months potato. four months up to six months okay in a pack house in a pack house and Ghana, we have advantage to grow three times in a year three we times compete a year. yeah we compete with egypt egypt do only one season mm. they're in a season now so most of the buyers they are focusing in africa especially ghana now so uh, that's why we are building this pack house it's going to take about 250 ton produce range with uh, okro you know, sweet potato is vegetable. It's a root vegetable, but people don't know. Mm. So, um, yeah, those are the, some of the things. The greenhouses in this side. So we'll go to the site for the. We'll go to the site to the park. We'll go to the greenhouse. To the greenhouse. So we'll do you grow the everything in the greenhouse or you grow some in the open? No, open food. Open food in one side and one side with the greenhouse. So what are we, we just what, what do you do in the greenhouse? We have tomatoes, cucumber, turia, tinder, and we multiply the vine. Of this potato also and, and give it to the agro. That's first uh, seedling. So we call it grade one planting material, which they can use for three years before they discuss it. How many people do you employ? We have we have 46 workers at the moment. But when we finish the pack, we are going to employ about 150. As people. staff here. As staff but in here. terms of individuals who but we normally get a casual workers 60 70 apart from the 46 workers amazing what's the tonnage of potatoes you produce in a year um this year the half years we hit about um uh, 180 ton wow yeah we are the only person exporting potato because also, you have a computer for casa de roca <laughs> but they say they process it they process but you export we export we are also looking at uh, our strategic plan want to add value to the wheat because you can't get all the potato for export yes that's why we are how that. will this business change places like this, the communities around what you think in about four years and this is fully set up and you are actually exporting and processing in the vision how will Tajevu, Georgia and some of the communities we pass through Petahehi and all these places, how will these communities benefit such a factory here i think it's going to be great because i'm not looking at only my commodity uh because i'm going to have only the curing sector in the whole ghana people from even a farm place they can even bring their product here then we pack uh, you, you can even pack mango in the pack house you can even pack pineapple because it's a big challenge the pack house is a big challenge in ghana so we are looking at this area so i think it's going to bring a lot of development because already we are already having a visitors from Liberia. We have projects in Liberia, collaborating with Liberia government. So they normally send their people here. So I think it's going to be. Yeah. There's also something called the hub concept. I want to talk about. You know, the last time I went to Georgia, they are told there's a new border at Akanu. Yes. Now they're trying to make a road that makes it easier to get to Togo without their flow problems. Yes. And then there's also the West African Highway. Yeah. What type of infrastructure is needed if we want to make a place like Ketu North a hub for potatoes and okra and stuff? What other infrastructure is needed to make that happen easier? Uh, I think, you know, we have a lot of government land around okay. which they can look at the mechanization farming where they can bring students from university because we normally have intention students from the university to come because we have the market, I have the market, mm -hmm. but I can't meet my demand. So when they are growing, we can be uptaking those products in the pack house and package it straight because we have even direct market in Tesco because of the pack house, we are not supplying them. Mm. So we are looking at it in a way that 
those land if the government can look at it and do mechanization farm where some of the people or some of our growers we have they fall on the rain because of the climate they will produce we give them input there's a few challenges but if they have water i don't think it will be a problem to them so that we can be taking those produce so you know how, how be, far is Afifa from here because oh, you know, Afifa, Afifa has some rice yeah. uh, uh, valleys as well where they are supposed to be growing local rice. Is yeah. it far from here? It's not far. Afifa about 30 minutes drive. We have a way straight to the Afifa. So potatoes is doing well here. Vegetables are doing well. Rice here. is doing rice very is well. Rice is doing well here. Yeah. Ghana, wow. our area is one of the hot areas. Yeah, there's palm. You know, uh, Georgia, they celebrate palm festival. There's and those times they'll just plow the land like how you grow the land, then you start growing on it. it. But since we are using chemical and all those, but when you go to closer to the Togo border area up to now, when you plow the land the following day or oh, about week time, you see that the palm starts growing. So the land is very fertile. Yes. I wanted to ask the last question mm. since you are the AGI president. Mm -hmm. So from the way the man is talking, you know, you know the economies of the field. People to come together. Clearly, this area is very fertile. People is not far. They're growing potatoes and vegetables. There's also rice. Is the RCC or AGI thinking about a hub? Don't forget, Ghana has spoken about a petroleum hub, a financial hub, and that's on a national level. But you can also have a, an agricultural hub because you're not far from the port. Okay. You have the labor, the land is good. Shouldn't the AGI be thinking around? He's, he's alone here. Shouldn't the AGI, and he says, oh, government land as well. Can't you start lobbying and saying, bring a lot of these companies together so then they can all benefit from what is coming to build? Because the investment is putting up here. Obviously, he doesn't have enough produce to even justify the investment. So you probably would need to strategically support each other to get to that level. Please, let him talk. Of course. I mean, uh, as you are already aware, one of the focus areas is agribusiness and uh, even the last time we came your chief executive had the uh, proposed uh, proposed uh, market equas market project equas market project to be cited is it Akano or somewhere and requested our support to get the strategic investor to uh, the essence of the market was to bring goods from uh, the south and yeah. even greater Accra, yeah. and those who are also coming from Togo and Benin to, 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 to that border. Mm -hmm. I took that the issue with the GIPC, Ghana Investment Promotion Center, because they are the agency also responsible for promoting investment. Next week, they are coming yes. to the region for about two weeks. I give them your yes, number, they, they call you. Okay, and uh, but what you are saying, one of the um, critical components of the fair is we've asked all the districts to bring us the opportunities and potentials that they have mm. and the land that is available mm. and the infrastructure deficits mm. I mean that each district has and the challenges they are facing we are going to profile all and then uh, come out with um, a book or a documentary or on CD and pen drive for the strategic investors or visitors who are going to come to the fair so basically we are looking at waiting we are waiting for the appointment of the new uh, district chief executives and then stepping up the efforts to get them to give us where um, we can f identify the various maybe land banks and problem free of course we do not want uh, challenges with them because some of the investors they've had issues with the communities going against the project and sometimes chieftaincy issues we want problem free ones so we are working on it and we hope that by the fair we will be able to have uh, such information 
one-stop uh, data on, on the available land banks for the strategic uh, investors. Um, I must commend, I think you were working closely with the Assembly. Assembly yeah. Yes, because we have always said that if they do not support you, it will be difficult for you or for investments to also come. Like Maybe you should talk about how the Assembly has been supportive. Because a lot of times, we in the media highlight the problems. Yeah. So you can't do this if the assembly has not been supported. So which assembly are you talking about? What have uh, they done? North Assembly. I think uh, our own land is 446 acres. Mm -hmm. oh. The additional one is from the... 446 hectares. 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 Okay. That's my family. That's, my, that's okay. much larger than... Okay. Yes. 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 And then a share bundle with the assembly, government land. Former cattle range farm okay. in Kuma time. Mm -hmm. So I've applied for it. It took about almost six years now. They give it to me for 20 years. It was 50 years, but they say 20 years when I perform. Yes. So uh, we work closely. Every two weeks, the chief executive himself come around and see how he's doing. Wow. Encourage me and all those because everybody knows agribusiness is one of the difficult areas. Mm. So they are helpful. It's my light. Light is a challenge to me now. Power. Power. Because we are waiting for light to start the installation. Is there no electricity in the community? Mm, there's no electricity. I think there's one at the far from the road. They've asked you to so bring without, much. without uh, the cost is about three hundred something, three hundred thirty thousand Ghana so, so how do you manage if there's not electricity in the area? Yeah. Now we are using. We have a small plant which we use to pump water. We have about eight boreholes around which we use for. Greenhouses. Are you looking at renewables? Yes, we are looking at it. I'm working on some proposal to see. But you are when we have an GIZ energy center. Yes, yes, yeah, they solar. That one is 50-50 when you look at it. Yeah, but this, I mean, you know, farming. That's why I always say that anywhere I go, farming is good, but it's capital intensive. I want to expand, but if you the capital you have, you use all maybe to procure energy. After that, what will happen again? Are the financial institutions locally supporting you? Speak your truth and shame the devil. Bernard know what I'm saying. No, he doesn't know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, financial. APSA was here. They are so mad. They come with their country manager. So happy. Um, our proposal, though they divide the money into two, but the one, the part one, they have to give it to us too. is taking about. Long since, time. since January, front and back, but we are hoping on it. and see what will happen. Where can we go after the finish? Where are we now? Yeah, we are in the greenhouse. Mm. Uh, our aim is that we want to build about 100 and all of them. 150 greenhouses. We are able to secure about 38 now. Because you remember some time ago, they banned Ghana not to export vegetables. Yes. So one of the requirements, I was part of the delegation from European Union, we work closely to leave the ban. So, one of the requirements you have to grow in a cover area, so that's why we are growing some of the vegetables. So, those are the that's tinder, it's Asian vegetable, it look like apple round, so they call it tinder. So, when you grow it in a greenhouse, it's pest free. So, those are the some of the products we are growing. So, we want to grow those products in a greenhouse, which those products they also attract a lot of insects. So, when you grow them in a greenhouse, it's pest free. So those are the very expensive. One of the greenhouses is around seventy-five thousand Ghana cities. Wow. And how many do you have? Uh, we have thirty-eight now. Thirty-eight greenhouses. Thirty-eight greenhouses. Apart from the about tinder, sixteen is under. What else are you growing in the greenhouse? Apart from the tinder? We are growing habanero pepper. That's, is it a long one? Uh, the long one in the Pakushito. People call it Cameroon pepper. When you put one in the soup, give a good aroma. We call it habanero. Uh, habanero. 
and we are growing a sweet pepper for local market because we supply to shop right as well. Fantastic. Yeah, so wow. uh, we are growing to rear. We'll go to the dome. We have to rear there. We are even growing tomatoes. Uh, we are growing kalala. Kalala is also Asian vegetable. So those are the vegetables we are growing. In the I find it interesting now. that you are growing Asian vegetables in Ghana and you are exporting to the UK. Yeah. Is it that they find it cheaper to get it from Africa because of the, the what is the issue? No, because of the transit time and logistics. You know, when you ship this evening, we are shipping today. Tomorrow morning is in UK. Netherlands is in Netherlands early in the morning. So our location is an it's advantage exactly. when it comes to fruits and vegetables Double, yes. for the value chain. But the challenges we have by logistics too is... Uh, we, you know, we don't have our national airline. It's one of the big challenges. About three weeks ago, we'll be having challenges with a BA. Very big issue. You go to the airport, they'll bring a small flight. I think now they are bringing a bigger flight, but the freight cost is so high. So those are the only challenges. But in terms of position in Africa, West Africa, we have a good chance. So most of the buyers want to buy produce from Ghana. Chili pepper like this, because of our weather, it's very hot, especially bed eye. So those are some of the Which brings back an industry issue because mm -hmm. if there's only one or two guys doing the business on the scale of blue skies or his then a BA may say you know what this is not worth our time if there are 50 of them then it may make better sense for the liners and the planes to come in so again the issue of scale Ghana is always talking about we have a good location but they always say Nigeria has a bigger size and even in Coco Cote d'Ivoire they seem to have bigger plantations so I don't know what the AGI's ideas are to make it easier for them you need to get them more competitors. That's actually what it means. Because if they are the only person, it doesn't make economic sense to bring a whole flight to just take one company's product. So I hope that, I don't know what the AGI's vision is for agribusiness and that kind of thing, because it's really an issue. Yeah, rightly so. The agribusiness sector is one of the 23 sectors under the AGI. We have 23 sectors from agribusiness to government. And as I also mentioned earlier, we work closely with government. And what we do, we are the living, leading voice of the private sector and continue to advocate. So as part of the advocate, uh, advocacy, we know that for investors, or for us to be able to attract foreign direct investment, the enabling environment must be created. Government must create the enabling environment for us to uh, be able to pitch and to be able to sell Ghana. That means the ease of business, doing business must be, must be improved. That means there must be available land, there must be industrial parks, there must be affordable power, and there must be cost of credit. So we continue to advocate for that, for governments to be able to do that, so that we can, be, we can attract foreign direct investment and with, with partnership with our locals, technology transfer, and to improve on our uh, economic situation. So we will continue to advocate, we will continue to call on government to ensure that there is there is patient capital. That is why we are happy about the development bank that is coming. The development bank that is coming will finance things like this, will give him long-term capital. They are not going to rush him and tell them six months. They are not going to rush him and tell him one year, at least for a longer period. And we hope that at least those institutions will be apolitical because we know what comes with politicizing certain institutions. I mentioned a certain bank and his reaction alone uh, tells it all. So we'll continue to advocate, we'll play that role. Mm. But on our own level, we continue to also ask our local investors to, um, excuse me, put in very good corporate governance uh, structures. Because you just ask him who are his board members. 
he asked. Certain organizations should go. Kofi is the accountant, he is the, the general manager, he is the board chairman. If an investor is bringing money worth about $10 million, $5 million, excuse me to say, he needs a very serious uh, um, um, local partner to partner with somebody who, who mm. is okay. worth investing in. Okay. So the advocacy will continue okay. mm. and continue to urge government to create that environment for, for investors to come and partner with our people. We don't have the capital. Local investors find it difficult raising huge sums of money for capital investments like this. The only way we can do is to partner with foreign investors mm. and do it well. That will lead to a win-win partnership. A win for the foreign partner mm. and a win for the local partner. Let's do it. Two last issues as we close. Rain. I'm told the rain this year has been very funny. Uh, talk to us about how you manage that and irrigation. Then you can also then introduce us to your farm manager to also give us a sense of managing a farm in a place like this. How do you, are you? Are you a rain-fed business or do you do irrigation? Uh, we do both, but we depend on uh, our own irrigation. We have a dam and have a eight borehole around the greenhouse. We want to do organic, pure organic. That's why we have borehole. So we pump the water from the dam purposely for the open field where we introduce a shower irrigation, which we are using for the potential. So we do all year round, but not in the last year. We want to expand because irrigation is capital intensive. So uh, that's what we are doing now. The greenhouse, the under borehole, uh, the open field is on uh, uh, the dam. We have a dam at the dam. That's why the entrance we just so we use we pump the water from there for the mm. open food fantastic yeah razak you are a farm manager can you take us to the next walk us through some of the things you but under cultivation we have like a little over 35 percent under cultivation so due to the water scarcity you know he mentioned a dump what we that what we did was we constructed a dump but now the community is kind of like that's their main source of water so we had to create another channel and then we did a small dump which is 25 meters deep so that is where we we as a, a septic tank or kind of like a water reservoir so we pump that to distribute into the farm so mainly is the water situation currently that we are not able to expand to cover the, for the for the for the labor or the the the, the staff they are dead people are there looking for a job to come so it's the water issue that we are trying but So what is behind you? What is this? This tank? Yes. Yeah, this is a tank for the greenhouse. We usually use it for fertigation. So fertigation is like introducing fertilizer to water to give to your crops. And so then water and fertilizer mix. Water and fertilizer mix. That's what we call fertigation. That's the term. So we can either call it fertilizer tank or just a fertigation. So there are other tanks there which are also mainly for the water. But this is mainly for fertilizers. Fertilizers, the NPKs, the micro elements, and then the calciums. So in the tunnel, we have uh, pepper, we have sweet pepper and hot pepper. So Can you show us in the, without describing the process? Why do we, in the first place, why do we cultivate in the greenhouse? The most important thing is to prevent pest infestation. That is the key thing. Was cultivating in the open field the major aspect of cost of production is your crop management so chunk of also that aspect is pest control so with this this net is what we call an anti-insect net so it doesn't allow insects to go in 
but it allows air. So okay, so if it was open filled, you see this spider, it will make its web on the leaf. So preventing sunlight to get to the for it to do photosynthesis. So when we have this, we are at least 70% are sort of pest infestation free. So that's why we keep this lock so that we don't open it up so the insects will get in. You know, insects, the moment they don't get space, they try to find somewhere to enter. So when you enter... Okay, so... What's so, happening here? Sorry. Uh, like I mentioned, the fatigation, these tips is what we call the drip line. Okay. So this is 30 centimeters emitter or drip. So which means from one emitter to the other is 30 centimeters. So this is where we used to feed the crop. Was now, the roof is plastic. Water cannot get in. Nothing gets in. The growing medium is what we call cocoa pit, which is zero percent nutrients. Cocoa pit. Cocoa pit. So everything you give it. Fertilizer, you give it. Water, you give it. So because, and we have to, let me bring in this term, we have something we call precision agriculture. So that is where these things are coming in. Precisely. Specific quantity. Specific quantity. Everything. To where it is needed. So we have the emitters, the water is dropping from this emitter. So you see, the water is opened and now the water is dropping. So if you are fertilizing too, it's the same way you introduce the fertilizer. And so you can see. So this is precision dropping. agriculture. Yes, please. How many bags of uh, hot pepper can you generate? Uh, you, you are, you are, you are, let's see this, this sweet pepper. This sweet pepper can give us, this is a greenhouse variety, 7 tons per hectare. Open field, you get 2 tons. Wow. So this is almost 4 times Mo four what times you get from the open field. From the open field. And it, does it cost you more? Per... Well, that one, yes. Long term, we'll see. The startup investment is huge. Let's look at this structure. Now, this, you can see another black net on top. Yes which is also an introduction of the technology, was the heat sometimes is high, so you need to reduce, control the heat. Then we have temp uh, thermometers who are, which we observe the temperature and then if there's the need for us to water to reduce the temperature, we does all those things. So the cost is really, for the start, is high as compared to the open field. But the long term, you know, zero maintenance cost is absolutely guaranteed. And you can yes. repeat it. This this is this system the lifespan is twenty years. Wow. Without any medium Amazing. maintenance. So this is the way to go. Yes. Thank you.